When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Michael K. Show podcast. Listen live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. You know, we didn't start with this news, but it's news. Aaron Rodgers did not practice today. Oh, hey. But that's normal. That's why I just don't think he's going to play. I just I, it doesn't it doesn't make sense that he's going to play. Uh, the, no one has ever come back. Th- this would be coming back from this injury a hundred days earlier than anybody has ever done it. Now I know his doctor is great. I know he's into all holistic holistic healing and all that stuff. But there's two schools of thought here. I don't think he's going to be physically able to do it. I mean, he can't even practice two days in a row. So that gives him 19 more days before the Jets have to make a decision whether or not he's going to play. If not, they shut him down for the rest of the year. And number two, how much more negative is there attached to playing than positive? How much more? I mean, a tremendous amount more. He can re-injure himself, and then all of next year is up in question. And you guess, well, what's the odds? Well, Cam Akers injured himself again, and he came back faster than anybody, and that's 100 days more than, than Rodgers attempting to do it. But why would you play him? They're going to be out of it. By Christmas Eve against the Commanders, they're going to be out of it. And then, if he does play against the Commanders and survives, you want him to play against Miles Garrett? You think that's a good idea, playing against the Browns? It doesn't make any sense, other than if you're bending over backwards and this guy's running the team. Because at some point, Joe Douglas has to sit down with Woody Johnson and Robert Sala and say, we don't think this is a good idea. And I just, I also think this whole argument is pretty much a moot point. Because I don't think he's going to be ready to play. I think it's all pie-in-the-sky optimism. It's never been done before. I'm sure he wants to be the first guy to do it. I don't think he's going to do it. And if he's able to do it, I still don't think he should do it. It's... I'm trying to think of the scenario in which this would be a good idea. I mean, how about, Michael, they somehow win the next couple of games? Then we're having a conversation? I guess. I mean, you'd have to, right? Because at this point, they're not out of it, right? Silly as it is. Um, They're not out of it. If they were to somehow win a couple games, then I think it's all on the table again. Should he really be capable? But assuming that's not the case and they lose one more game and it's done, the only upside there really is is to prove a point and try to show people that you're unlike anybody else before you. No, even Michael, even if he comes back and somehow looks good, that doesn't guarantee that by the time you get to next September he's in good shape or, or doesn't take a step in practice and get hurt again. It guarantees you nothing. Now, Connor it's, Hughes, it's, who, that's co- it. who covers the NFL, um, for SNY, uh, tweeted out that 
Rogers met the media. He said the goal has been December 24th to return, but didn't rule out coming back earlier. Anything is possible, he said. Rogers says he's going to push it hard next week to see where he's at. Rogers did say that it doesn't make any sense to play if the Jets are eliminated. So, I mean, that adds a new wrinkle to this, too. He's trying, he's trying to even return earlier than the 24th? What sense that? Because I guess he's pushing to return earlier than the 24th, Peter, because by the 24th, they're going to be eliminated. They're going to be eliminated. So right now, according to ESPN Stats and Info, the Jets have less than a 1% chance to return or to make the playoffs. 1%. So you're telling me there's a chance like that line from Dumb and Dumber? Why would he even risk it now other than to prove how great he is? I mean, there is. there's just like a... If he plays and they have no chance to win, there's a little bit of narcissism in there. Then it becomes all about him and showing I came back faster than anybody else. When everybody, well, that's it. And well, but, but, Peter, it means nothing to me unless I see the medical records that say you had a ruptured Achilles. Oh, so you're going double. Oh, so so, so you're going not only <laughs> you're full-blown, even if he comes back, it's not enough unless you're able to see the proof. Unless I know for sure. I mean, listen, even if he had a partially torn Achilles, coming back as soon as he is, is a, a phenomenal accomplishment. But let's not make it out to be the same injury that other people have had, like Kevin Durant. Uh, Because if it's not a ruptured Achilles, then, I mean, the timetable does skew a little bit, don't you think? But isn't that going to come out? I don't know. It hasn't yet. Uh, Well, it hasn't yet because I think people have kind of walked around a ruptured Achilles. But is there certain degrees of a ruptured Achilles? I mean, at some point, somebody's going to do the work to find out the reason he came back quicker was because this was not a full-blown rupture or tear. And if it did come out, then he would look like a fraud and it would be ridiculous. Do you think he's going to take that chance to have everybody convinced that he's coming back for an injury he really didn't have? How would that look, Michael? And you know people do the work. They're going to take the deep He has never said that he's had a rupture to kill. He's talked around. See, Aaron is really smart. I I, I understand that, but still. I think he did say it's ruptured, though, by the way. I think he has said that. I think he confirmed one week that. Well, it was also, infected. Peter, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't he also kind of like talk about that he kind of did take the vaccine and then he didn't? I mean, I don't want to get into a vaccine talk, but, but no, that, I mean he, that, he that was he a doubled. whole thing that was essentially a lie. He 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 double talked on that for sure. So what you're saying is is that he's probably covered his tracks to the point where you're never going to hear him say that it was fully ruptured. It, okay, he did come close on McAfee. Okay. We have it there. I don't know. I I I just remember him kind of saying that. Do we have it, Anthony, or not? I can go back and find it. We have a lot of Rogers cuts. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of cuts from Akavin. The, the 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 thing, it just it, it is kind of a shame, though, guys. And I understand everything you're saying. He can be nozzly, but this could still be a really great story. Like, are we so jaded? Has he irritated us so much that? We're not willing to just say, hey, this could actually be true and what an amazing story it would be. Listen, I want it to be true, but really, what is the likelihood of somebody beating the previous record by 100 days? But I understand. It's, it is crazy. It, it's, it's inconceivable. But if it is true, it would be unbelievable. But it's just a shame that we just refuse to believe it. I understand why you don't believe it. It doesn't make any sense. But... If it did 
actually be true. It would be one of the great stories of all time. And why do I think that if he was a little bit of a different person, that we would embrace the amazing, amazing thing that this could end up being? But because he's that guy, it's hard to do it. But you know what? We can't really change our... I mean, when, when he was on with us, he was very likable. And on Hard Knocks, he was very likable. Yeah. I mean, but he, he's trying to do something. And I guess, you know, the world, the way it is, we, we don't really embrace people that have never done anything like this before. So we're, we're, we're somewhat dubious. Uh, I, I, I'm not rooting against but, it. But when Adrian Peterson came back, what was it, Peter? The ACL, MCL, whatever, whichever one. It might have been both. And he came back quicker than anybody else. Did we debate the severity of the injury? Did we just applaud the fact that Adrian Peterson came back? But well, Rodgers is a different is a different thing. Well, that that's the point I'm trying to make. He's right. different, and so are we biased in the sense that because of his vaccine opinion, because he seems to be smarter than the average bird, that we're kind of dubious about it. And is that fair? It might not be. I'm just asking the question because I, I hear what you say. Listen, we had him on; he was great, and I think he's been he's, he's said all the right things. He's done all the right things, but I think when he starts dealing with science, he becomes a different type of guy. But I don't think that's necessarily fair. Now he he did speak today, and uh, Rich Samini adds. Um, he said, I don't think it would make sense to play if the Jets were eliminated. So Rich connects the dots and said, if Jets win the next two, he feels, if he feels up to it, December 17th against Miami could be possible. Rich also said he was hesitant to answer a question on whether his future with the team is tied to Douglas, Sala, Hackett being back, saying those decisions are out of his hands. But he said, I feel like the recipe's in place to be really successful, and whether it's finishing up this year or starting for us next year, I feel like with those guys in positions of leadership, this team can get to where it wants to go. So he's pretty much saying he wants them in place. Mm-hmm. And what are you going to do? You're not making any change. They're going to roll it back. They've got no choice. Just you hope that they learn their lesson and that they have a legit backup quarterback next year and they improve this offensive line. Now, we did find the cut from McAfee where Roger said it was ruptured. Here it is. It was ruptured. It was fixed by the best doctor in the land. And my entire focus from September 13th has been rehab and get back on the field. There so you go. Did say it. There. That, that takes away any kind yeah. of a perceived cloudiness. So what? it just could be a really cool story. Now, can the Jets do it, guys? Can the Jets play at a level where these are meaningful games he's going to play in instead of meaningless. Because now we get back to the football, okay? If he's going to be ready against the Commanders, there's two games before that. Are they going to be mathematically alive when we get to the Commanders game? I don't think they can be. If they're going to play Tim Boyle, how are they going to do that? How are they going to do it? it? How are they going to score? That feels impossible. The first question to Rodgers today... Why are you doing this, trying an unprecedented comeback? And Rodgers said, why? Do you know my history? Now, I've heard that a lot. What, what has Rodgers done that yeah, has defied I, the odds? <laughs> now, I know that he had to go to a junior college. Well, there's it. That's it. And then prove that he was going to be a great quarterback, going to Cal. And then he wasn't taken until the end of the first round by the, the Packers. So, I mean, he defied those odds. But it's not like he ever did anything uh, defying any medical 
situation like this. He didn't come back from an injury that no one's hey, ever come back from. So, I mean, not- that kind of narrative is strange to me. He, I don't know the hurdles other than the people that doubted him. Right? Well, he, well I, I just think it's just all part of his narrative that he feeds off of this, like Jordan. Like, uh, doubt me, I'm going to prove everybody wrong. Now, Great he's story, obviously not Mr. Miyagi because it was his thumb injury that cost him a chance to go to the playoffs last year. So injuries have brought him down. He hasn't won every game that he's played. But if you want to take the angle, here's this kid from Chico, California, who made it all the way to becoming one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Yeah, I mean, every professional athlete defies odds, right? Odds are not in your favor. You're going to become a Hall of Fame quarterback. But if he's trying to make it seem like he's defied medical odds before, this would be, I think, the first time that I can remember. You have to call Ballard, Peter, to confirm that, but I think it would be the first no, time there, there, he's done something not. like this. No. Let's I don't go to, Ballard. Let's go to Jimmy in Queens. Jimmy. Jimmy. How you doing, guys? Good. What's up? Uh, Michael, you're driving me crazy with uh, Rodgers is uh, running the team uh, nonsense. You said the same thing when Gase was here, and you said Gase was running the team. He's not Gase. running the team. Gase wasn't okay. running the team. He, he, he was the made, coach. He made suggestions. Hackett was hired before he was here. He made suggestions right. on players, just like Tom Brady wanted Gronkowski when he was in Tampa Bay. Yeah, but Gronkowski's a whole Tom Brady ran. End. Tom Brady ran Tampa Bay, dude. That no, was he didn't. He didn't yes, run he did. Tampa Bay. Yes, yeah, he, he did. did. No, he didn't. Was, yes, he did. Are you out of your mind? He didn't run Tampa Bay. He, he, he absolutely he ran Tampa Bay. Jimmy, you he think Bruce Arians did? He was a Bruce Arians did get in his face, though. But they got Gronkowski that, because of him. Yeah, okay. So so, so this is what he's doing. How come, how come when, when the Broncos can get Peyton Manning and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers can get Tom Brady, but the Jets get Aaron Rodgers, it's like, you know, we're the pathetic, you know, jerk franchise. Wait, but hold that? on. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. Hear, hear me out for a second. No one's saying anything about them being a pathetic jerk franchise. We're pointing out the fact that we're, we're trying to make sense of what happened at quarterback. Why the backups made no sense. Why? Why it seems what? that you know what? That, but that's 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 again. That, that that's a, there's a bunch of stuff wrong with what they do with the backup quarterback. I get it. And you, do you think it's all coincidence if, if though? You don't guy, think it's that you don't think it's that Rodgers really liked Wilson and thought he could fix him, and that also he liked Boyle. Maybe. Maybe, but I don't think he planned on getting hurt and play four either. Well, that's the whole but, thing, but though. But, Jimmy, uh, this only a thing because you, said that, so you, said, so you said that Hackett was hired before they made the trade for Rodgers, which is true. You don't believe okay. that one led to the other? You don't think the Jets knew that getting Hackett would lead to, to Rodgers wanting to play for them? You don't think that? Yeah, well, maybe it did. But but I'm just saying, like, I don't, I think you, you're okay, making so it like... So let me ask you another question, Jim. Let me ask you another question. Let's say Woody yeah. Johnson doesn't like that his team finishes 4-13. and 13. Let's say that it ends that way. And he wants to fire Robert Sala. And Aaron Rodgers said, no, I want Robert Sala as a coach. Do you think Robert Sala would be the coach next year? Probably because Woody well, Johnson's running the team. Thank you for the call. Well, but, running but, the team. But I, I don't know. I don't the understand the negativity around it. I, I, yeah. I, I don't. I don't think any of us are suggesting that it, that Aaron Rodgers is a bad guy for wanting all of this stuff. I mean, this is the bed you decided to lie in. It's, it's the, I'm sure it was the same way with Peyton Manning in Denver. It was the same way with Tom Brady, with Tampa. But you know what the difference was? They brought home championships. Will Aaron Rodgers bring home a championship? That's all we're talking about is, sure, he has a major say. Most athletes have major says nowadays. 
It's not necessarily a bad thing, but hopefully when they when 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 they cater to his every whim, the hope is it's going to end up like it did in Denver, like it ended up in Tampa, and that it ends up with a championship at the end of the day. That's the difference. I, I don't understand the, the disconnect with him. The, the caller was like, he had like some personal feeling of sort of sadness, it seemed, based on how things have gone and making it seem like that because of the Rodgers situation, the Jets are losers. That's not at all. I think oh. everyone agreed the move for Rodgers was a good move to make, but it still doesn't change the fact that right now, their future moving forward is completely locked into a 39-year-old coming off a torn Achilles and hoping that everything works. Because otherwise, guys, there's there's nothing. They don't have a quarterback. According to Dan Orlovsky yesterday, it doesn't seem like they have a real offensive coordinator outside of Aaron Rodgers. There's a lot of problems if it doesn't work out with Rodgers. And I'm you sorry. really, I mean, Jimmy's still listening. You think that Randall Cobb would be a Jet if Aaron Rodgers wasn't here? You think that Alan Lazard would be a Jet? If Aaron Rodgers wasn't here, you think Tim Boyle would be playing quarterback right now if Aaron Rodgers wasn't here? You think that Tim Boyle would be the third quarterback on the team if Aaron Rodgers was not here? It's not it's not it's not a, a scarlet letter to say he's running no. the team. A lot of great players run the it's, team. Magic Johnson ran the Lakers. He got a coach fired. And I don't think we're saying they're rubes for allowing that to happen, but they could end up being rubes if they don't win. And that's what Michael's been saying. Because they won in Denver, and they won in Tampa, and if they win with the Jets, nobody's going to care. But if this guy gets hurt against Cleveland because he's stubborn and wants to play to prove that he was able to defy the odds, and it affects 24-24, uh, and he ends up retiring, guess what? Then they're rubes. And if they win the championship, then they're brilliant. That's, the, that's how we decide who's right or wrong. Wins and losses decide it. You know, and I'm also getting a lot of pushback from people that, you know, I keep moving the goalposts, that I wanted um, Zach Wilson benched. And then when they benched him, I want him to play. You, you, got, you got it all wrong. I, I, I'm, I'm almost sick. I'm tired of, like, repeating myself. Zach Wilson should not have been the backup quarterback. They did not have a legitimate backup quarterback. So when Zach Wilson was stinking it up, they really didn't have any other option. And once they decided to bench him, the season was over right. anyway. They blew all the games that they could have won because Zach couldn't get the ball into the end zone. How is that moving the goalpost? Well, I'm saying there's no future for Tim Boyle in New York. None. There's no future for Trevor Simeon in New York. Absolutely none. Zach Wilson still has a year left on his contract here. You should try to see what he can do over the remaining however, however many games. If you think that's moving the goalposts, you're well, not that smart. Well, you're just I, not. Where I thought, where I disagree with you is that he sh- Wilson shouldn't leapfrog over Simeon. Simeon should play and find out if he can do any better. But, but, but Sim- they're out of it, Don. Well, not technically. All you're doing, what you're doing, Michael, is asking a legitimate question. You're throwing back their phrase in their face. Who gives you the best chance to win? That's all they said. Zach gives us the best chance to win. You benched him. Boyle looked lost. And if you play Simeon and he looks lost, then we can ask the question, Robert, why aren't you playing Wilson? He gives you the best chance to win. Right? So why would you be playing somebody else if they're not as good as Zach Wilson? We wanted to see other people to see if anybody could be better. But if the answer is no, they can't, then you may as well go back to Zach. 
But I think they've already made the decision by making him the third quarterback. They don't want to see his face again. He's done. Let's go to Charlie and Allendale. Charlie. Hey, guys. Thanks for getting me on. I mean, obviously, a lot of obviously Rodgers has a huge influence on a lot of the decisions, but the Zach Wilson decision is Joe Douglas, Joe Douglas, Joe Douglas, and more Joe Douglas. Like, we knew last year Mike White was better. It was clear. Mike White was the better quarterback. The offense looked better. The team looked better. The entire team's wearing Mike White sweatshirts. But for some reason, we can't get rid of Zach Wilson, but the 49ers who gave a king's ransom to get Trey Lance can trade him for a fourth-round pick. This is where all the problems started. And it should have been done in the offseason. Before Rodgers even got here, he should have been traded for nothing. They should have kept White. And if they were moving for he should have been the backup, whoever they went with. Obviously, they went with Rodgers. But this is where it started. These are the problems. And his stubbornness on all these picks. Becton, Wilson, these are horrible picks that you just Now, Becton could end up being a decent player. Be- Becton no. didn't play well until he got and hurt. And Charlie, didn't play that poorly. You'll be right if he's still here beyond next year. Or if they pick up his fifth-year option, which I don't see they're going to do. I don't think he's ever going to play for them again. And I think he's going to play, Charlie. Don, I think he's going to play this year. I really, I think no, we'll see him be, at quarterback. Well, the, right now, it looks like it's going to be a moot point because what they'll probably do is if Boyle stinks up the joint against Atlanta, they'll play Simeon against Houston, and then the commander game, and it, it might end up being Rodgers. I think, I think it will not be Rodgers, and it's going to be Wilson. I don't think they're going to go back to Wilson because, Michael, if the option was to go back to Wilson, why didn't he back up Boyle? He's the third-string quarterback. So Boyle's up next. I mean, I'm, uh, Simeon's up next. You're going to run out of road here. <laughs> you know, I, I either either Rodgers is going to come back or your season's going to be over. But, and I don't see why you would even play him. What what more do you have to see? But but the reason they didn't get Mike White, okay, he said to get rid of Zach Wilson. They wouldn't have been able to get rid of Zach Wilson. He had zero value after you benched him twice. So you but, owe him, I, I think he makes about $10 million. He'll make about $10 million next year. Mike White, I think, signed for $5 million to back up um, Tua. They didn't want to have that much money invested. That's it. And, and I, I, I agree with Charlie where, you know, Joe Douglas trying to cover his backside. He used the second pick in the draft for this guy who can't play. One more thing that Roger said today, and this is something I agreed with him. I actually mentioned this yesterday. He said he understands the risk of coming back, and he said, what's the worst that can happen? He said, in my opinion, it's not a downside to coming back and re-injuring it because he'd have enough time to rehab it and return again to five to six months anyway. Yeah, but why would you want to go through that as a 40-year-old? You're right. And also, the way this line is playing, I wouldn't be worried about the Achilles. That was like a non-contact injury. I'd be worried about getting the uh, post-concussion syndrome, getting whiplash. We are going to have... um Amani Toomer, you don't talk some uh, Giants with us. Yeah, I do know that Yay! coming up in just a moment. Yeah, hey, score a touchdown. Everything yeah. needs to line up perfectly, no different than finding the person you want to marry. When the time comes to propose, well, do what I did. And I did this. Visit the engagement experts at London Jewelers. They'll make shopping for a ring easy. Let them help you pick or design the perfect ring to fit any budget from their 2 by London collection. London Jewelers is committed to getting it just right. So visit London Jewelers today at any of their seven locations, including the newest location at the mall at Short Hills. Mention I told you to stop by and you'll get the Michael K. treatment. That's Black Friday now at Bay Ridge Honda. 
You're a family-owned and operated dealer for over 60 years. They have over 200 new 2024 Honda models in stock, all priced below MSRP. Plus, they'll take your trade even if you don't buy from them. Shop Bayridge Honda, a 2022 President's Award winner at 4th Avenue and 88th Street in Brooklyn or online at BayridgeHonda.com. Available to qualified buyers. Additional fees may apply. Must take same-day delivery. MSRP discounts not available on future or pre-sold inventory. See dealer for details. It ends today, 11. 2023. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy, hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. It's time now, right this second, for the Amani Tumor Report, brought to you by the New York Structural Steel Painting Contractors Association and Bigelow T. So the Giants have the uh, the week off. They call it a bye week, but it's it's not a proper usage of the term bye because they're not advancing to another round. But that's another story for another day. But when they do come back um, a week from this Sunday. They're going to have to decide who their quarterback is. Is it going to be Mr. DeVito or is it going to be Mr. Taylor? And now we'll ask Mr. Toomer, what would you do? Amani, what would you do? I think since Tommy DeVito, I think he did a great job. I think he's, um, you know, he, he established himself as a, as a viable backup. But I think if you're the – I think you want to see – because Tyrod Taylor has an expiring contract, I think I want to see what he got. I want to see if he's if he's going to be able to come back. And because of the fact that he made that offense look so different when he uh, came back, when he came um, when he took took over for Daniel Jones, I think I'd go with Tyrod. Yeah, more so for me, Imani, than wanting to see what Tyrod Taylor can do is that as long as you're mathematically still alive, go with the quarterback that gives you the best chance to win. And I think that's Taylor. 
Yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's another great point. I, I mean, I would, I would definitely go with Taylor, especially because you know the, the message that you'd send that locker room if you decide to st- stick with Tommy DeVito. Although he's done a really good job over the last two weeks, the fact of the matter is you've only scored uh, you know, 10 points against the Patriots. I feel like if you put in, um, if you put in Tyrod, you'll score more points, and you'll, tell them that you'll send a message to the rest of the locker room that you're not giving up. Now, we had on um, Carl Banks yesterday, and Carl said that while he likes Daniel Jones, he thought that Daniel Jones definitely took a step back this year, uh, that he kind of got shell-shocked by being hit so much and started to affect his decision-making. Is that the way you look at it as well? You know, there was one specific play that I thought Daniel Jones um, is is kind of concerned about his statistics and about and all the, the... all the outside noise is starting to affect him. There was a play in one of the games where he was he was getting rushed. He got outside of the pocket, and he was going to be – he couldn't cross the line of scrimmage, but he could only lose one yard and run out of the bounds, one yard behind the line of scrimmage. Most quarterbacks who aren't secure, who are secure with their job and are secure about how they're playing would have just tossed it out of bounds and took the – extra you know took the extra incompletion but i feel like when a quarterback runs out of bounds early and doesn't throw the ball out away to kind of relieve the uh to get the ball back at the original line of scrimmage mm-hmm. that to me tells him the quarterback is thinking about his statistics as he's playing the game and you can't think about anything but winning you can't think about anything but what's the best for the team if you're thinking about your statistics um i, I played with a quarterback who wouldn't throw Hail Marys at the end of half because he was concerned about his overall quarterback rating if the if the Hail Mary would be uh, would be intercepted. So uh, uh, those are the types of situations where I'm really nervous when I look at a quarterback doing that. It's like the guys that don't take the full court shot at the end of a half at, in basketball because they don't exactly. want it to affect their percentage, yeah. That's, that's exactly right. That's exactly Amani, right. I, I, I think you're tremendous at what you do, and and I consider you an acquaintance. I don't want to. I don't want to go out there and say friend yet. Wow. I need a name. Wow. <laughs> you name for who? The, for quarterback. the quarterback that wouldn't do the Hail Mary. That's right. Oh, who wouldn't throw the name? Oh, yeah. I'm not going to say any names. I'm just going to oh. say he's in the Hall of Fame right now. Really? In the Hall of Fame. <laughs> oh, dude, all right. We're gonna, I'm going to do the work on this, guys. Continue. Wow. Right, yeah, you can figure this out. You can figure this out. All right, so uh, I'm wondering how you feel about this, Amani. The fact that the, yeah. the Giants have, have won these last two games, I think that really reflects very well on Dable, where they have not quit on him. Now, they, they're not able to score, but they're still able to win because their defense has played so well. But they have played hard. Even without scoring, they do play hard. Do you think that this reflects well on Dable? I think it reflects tremendously, tremendously on Dable because I know what it's like being on one of these four and you know four and eight teams or two and eight teams. You just want to run through this thing and see how you know and protect your job. The fact of the matter, also, I, I think it's a testament to the culture that's actually showing through that they have still have a push and they still have a life at two and eight. Uh, and then we can announce a four and eight, but also it shows you what he can do with quarterbacks. I mean, one of the things that is so important in this league is to acquire young quarterbacks and develop them. They took Tommy DeVito. He had uh, he had three touchdown passes the week before versus versus the, the Commanders. 
Then he comes out and has a very workmanlike game versus the the temp, versus the, the New England Patriots. He played. They, he got a guy who was undrafted to play winning NFL football. I mean, I, that's an amazing event as as it is. And now there's even a quarterback controversy between Tommy DeVito and Tyrod Taylor, who started uh, many games in this league and has has a resume uh, as one of the better backups in the league. That just shows you what he can do with every type of quarterback. And what he did last year with Dan- with, um, with Daniel Jones is another. I mean, one of the things that you really got to know about this, about uh, Brian Dable, if you can develop quarterbacks, you have an opportunity to win every year. And that's why I think, you know, Brian Dable is, is showing his more valuable now than even last year when, when they were having a great season. Now, uh, Don, I, I, I have the answer to your question, Don. Well, there's all there's one obvious. Answer. There's only one obvious. It's got to be Kurt Warner. <laughs> yes, yeah, I, I don't want to do that. I, I wasn't, Amani. I wasn't going to go there. I'm going there. It has well, to you be because Eli's not in the Hall of Fame yet. Yeah. No, but he made it clear he didn't want to say who. But unfortunately, gave us a little bit more information than he should have. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I mean, hey, I can neither <laughs> confirm nor deny who yeah. I was talking about. Huh. Sounded like no, Ralph Cramden no, there. <laughs> now, listen, I don't want to. I don't want to be this guy. To all, you, of, you are this guy to all of you. But I'm going to be. I, we're we're getting a oh, little. Are you the Magic's commanders lost? Well, yeah, <laughs> sure I am. But I, I'm very upset about that. That was the end of my season as I saw it. But like, because I paid such close attention to that game, and because of how filthy and putrid the Patriots game was. I just feel like we may be all getting ahead of ourselves on a few fronts. Number one, like, has this team not quit? I mean, they had back-to-back pillow fights. Uh, I really think we'll get a good test over the next three weeks about whether or not this team quits. And I think also, I mean, obviously, I agree with the point. I think I think me, Don, and Monty are on the same page that it should be Tyrod while they're in the playoff hunt. I, I think he is the much better option at this point. But and as far as development of Tommy DeVito, if we do get to see him more, I don't know that much yet. I'm sorry. I love the story, guys. I want him to be a stud who is here for a long time. I am yet to see anything that goes, oh, my God, Dable's developed this kid into a quarterback. I'm sorry to be a bad guy, Imani. No, I mean, I understand that. But you got to understand, you know, you, you get a limited amount of talent. And it's it, what makes a great coach from an average coach is a guy who can get the absolute amount of talent that he has on his roster and get it to perform at a high level. That's coaching to me. And that's what he did last year with uh, with Daniel Jones. And that's what he's doing this year with, with Tyrod Taylor. And that's what he did this year with Tommy DeVito. You can't tell me there's one person – in the who last year coming into this draft, that thought Tommy DeVito would be able to win it at a game in the NFL. And Brian Dable, I mean, it was a pillow fight, but you know what? They're not mm-hmm. pillow fights in the NFL because it's no matter what you say, it is a high level of competition out there because there's so much at stake for every single game. So I feel like, you know, as an outsider looking in, you can look at all oh, the commanders. Commanders are there, I mean, they're a solid football team. You know, they lost a couple games that they shouldn't have. And, you know, the Patriots, without Judon and without Gonzalez, you know, they're, they're, not, they're a hobbled team as well. So, I mean, look at what – when you look at the, the Patriots, you know, they drafted a first-rounder who, who got beat by Tommy DeVito this past weekend. So there is something to be said about getting a quarterback able to give you a, a, having a winning football season, put, putting you in a position to win regardless of – 
you know, regardless of of any situation, to win any game in the NFL is no no cheap trick. Peter, I, I'm, I'm a little surprised at you, though, Peter. I, I'm not Why making not? Tommy DeVito out to be Phil Simms or Eli Manning. I'm not doing that. But this is a guy, when he came into that jet game, they wouldn't even allow him to throw the ball. And in that short period of time, the guy doesn't True. turn the ball over. He's thrown for touchdowns. And, Nobody's uh, saying he's great. That's a pretty good progression. I agree with what Monty's saying. No, yeah. Yeah, you know what? You're right. Uh, in terms of Three comparing... Touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, he three, three touchdowns in one game. I mean, he's doing things that we've never seen Zach Wilson do. And given that this is a season and, and a team in which Daniel really struggled to get anything going, he's made better use of Jalen Hyatt than, than was getting uh, done prior to him coming in the game. Definitely have seen an upward progression. I, I just thought, I think we're also in love with the story. I think we, we've overstated it a bit at times. They beat the Patriots, who were horrible, 10-7, okay? It wasn't yeah. a shootout. Yeah. But, but, he, but no, you're right. From where he was that, that first half he came in, it's a great story and a great progression. I agree. Yeah. Um, one thing yeah. I want you to I mean, know, Amani, from the time that you've been on the show, ahead. I hope you mm-hmm. realize that Peter of the three of us is the hater. He's the nasty one. <laughs> Not true. Everybody thinks it's me, but it's really Peter. Not true. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, you kind of you kind of fit that role sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Who, me or Peter? I, I listen to you on the Yankee uh, broadcast sometimes. <laughs> I'm always positive because they're always good. Don't worry about it. I'm great. Always oh, good. My God. Always, always great. <laughs> always great and always arrogant. Yeah. yeah um, always Amani, <laughs> what's going on between Dable and Wink? Oh, I have no idea. Honestly, like I, you know, I did an interview. Um, Saturday, Thursday, uh, well, Tuesday morning, and I had not heard of it, so I I, I don't know what's going on. Um, but I know that you know you got two competitive people, two people that take really a lot of pride in what they do, and you know, one side of the football is not doing as well as the other side thinks it should. It's a common thing in the NFL for the offense to hate the defense. I had teams where we hated the defense so much that we wouldn't even cheer for them when they made a good play. You know, wow. it's, it's, it's really – because you're constantly going against them all the time in practice. No, seriously, it was bad. That's incredible. So, like, you it – is there any the story, world? Let me tell you a story about the Super oh, Bowl. Mm-hmm. So, when we went to the Super Bowl uh, in 2000, you know, we said we used to um, up, uh, trade the offense and defense would be announced – to uh, would be announced to the uh, to the crowd like you know the amount the, the, when you run out you the announcements yeah and the defense went up to Coach Fossil and said we want to be announced again because they got to be able to be announced at the NFC Championships so they they so right before our meeting our breakout meeting he goes oh, we're going to announce the defense again who got announced in the NFC Championship they're going to get announced the Super Bowl our whole offense was was shocked. We didn't pay attention to any of the meetings. We didn't pay attention to the owners, to the openers of the, of the game. We were so upset that we just totally lost focus of the game, and obviously we got blown out. And I think that's one of the reasons why. I mean, you have to be 100% focused. And fast forward to when we played the Patriots, we, we all ran out of the team. We didn't even care. But that's how deep the division between the offense and defense could go wow. if, you let, if you have a bad coach that lets it get out of hand. Good stuff, Amani. Uh, you took a shot at me, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hold it against you at all. I still love it. <laughs> He'll remember it, professional. He won't I'll forget remember it. it but I, 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 it doesn't affect. Come me on, you have thick skin. You can dish it out, right? Oh, I, I, I have translucent skin. It's far from thick. Don't you worry. <laughs> have a good weekend, my friend. You can't have translucent thick skin and be on <laughs> as long as you've been on in the in the, one of the no. toughest media markets in the world. No, you know what? Can. That's why I'm dying a slow death. That's <laughs> why, because I do have thin skin. <laughs> 
You're dying a slow death on that Scrooge McDuck amount of money that you would make every wow. year. Oh, here we go. I like this guy more every week. Thanks, Imani. That's the Imani Tumor Report brought to you by the New York Structural Steel Painting Contractors Association, adding a little color to the Big Apple. Big yeah. Little T will encourage you to grab a mug and tea proudly. Don, you know whose 70th birthday is today? Somebody who's very important to you. You read a book about him. You read a book by him. I read a book about him. And I by him. By him. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that doesn't t- narrow it down at all. Ed Hospodar. 70 years old today. I should know this, right? Why am I vegging? Sorry. All right. Ben if Dryden. you put your finger in your nostril, what would you pull out? Oh, he said, well, oh, Curtis yeah. Armstrong is Curtis 70 Armstrong's today? 70. Well, you threw me. Wow. Booger is Don't. 70. Do you know the street value of this mountain? <laughs> I, 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 that's it. That's impossible. I refuse to believe it. Why? You think he's younger? Yes. Interesting. Very interesting. I will take some summer. Fun- didn't have a 70-year-old in it. <laughs> Let's go to Don, who's going to introduce himself and talk about a car. Don LeGrecke here for Ramsey Mazda. This is the season, the season to save at Ramsey Mazda during the Season of Inspiration sales event like a new 2024 Mazda CX-90 for $409 a month or buy with 0.9% financing with up to 36 months with no payments for 90 days. Find your new Mazda at Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. Call 833-853-2970 for details. Zero security deposit. VIN R1133182. MSRP 41595 Title and registration extra. Ends 11-30-23. Don LeGrecke here for my friends at Bath Fitter. They remodeled my mom's bath. Did an awesome job. The process was easy. One expert installer, even with the customization she needed for a cast iron tub. It was done in one day with no demo or mess. It's beautiful. It's a high-quality permanent solution. Bath Fitter provides a lifetime guarantee. Three million happy customers like my mom. For a limited time, save 10% up to $500 on a complete bath fitter tub and wall system. So start designing your bath today at bathfitterdesign.com. There's only one bath fitter. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thanks for listening to the Michael K Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. Hey, Sebastian Maniscalco is coming to Madison Square Garden on Wednesday, September 18th and Thursday, September 19th of 2024. Be caller number 125 right now at 888-987-ESPN 
and you will score a pair of tickets. Brought to you by Live Nation. Tickets go on sale 10 a.m. tomorrow at Ticketmaster.com. For full contest rules, go to ESPNNewYork.com. Kind of taken aback at the uh, the broadside swipe at the hands of Amani Toomer. It really, he's, it, not, he's not a fan. Uh, it's shocking. I set him up to take a little swipe at you, a playful swipe, and he just redirected a Scud missile it. at me. You deserved it because you're coming sitting on a Scrooge McDuck pile of money. I, that's an insult. I mean, that's a compliment. Last time I checked, yeah. well, uh, how, how does he know how much money I have? Oh, he's saying he's, he's, he's rating the talent and saying somebody that talented must be making a lot of money. No, no well, Don, see now, Don, now Don's trying to kiss your fanny to see where he can land him, and I, I'm disappointed. That's not what he was saying. It wasn't based on talent, Don. He simply knows the job. He, he's he's with the marquee franchise in all of baseball. It has been for a very long time. He's doing the math. He does a primetime radio show, which was once very highly rated. And it's a huge stack of cash. It's just simple arithmetic by, by Amani. He, yeah, yeah, he wasn't inaccurate. No. You really have turned, just in this one little plot twist, into a Dinoz. Who? You. What do you mean? By saying uh, you're, you're money? once highly rated. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do the same thing all the time. I made the same joke that yeah, you Yeah, but, made. you know, it's like... It's different. Yeah, it, 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 it's kind of like you can you can be critical of your kids. Somebody else can't be critical of kids. Right, I can say, like, I have a war with the mirror every single day because I think I'm grotesque. You can't right. say that. Well, because about you? Yeah, you can't say it about somebody else. Yeah, but the ratings are about me, too. I don't know if you know that. Well, I mean, they're because of you. Know, the big ratings were because of you, and any less and the, ratings are also because of you. Are also because. I'm the reason, no matter what the yeah, thing is, absolutely. I am the reason. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll take it. He's not. What wrong. a great time! You know what I just want to say again. <laughs> what, what do you mean? Who's that? He, I mean, I'm not he's wrong. Not, he didn't. He didn't lie about how he feels there. About me? Yeah. He blames me for. So he, he credits me for well, the wins and blames uh, me for. I, the I, 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 God, that's I, a lot of pressure on a guy with no well, name listen, on the show. You know what I mean? Probably, it was probably credit to Jace. But blame, it's full blown. hundred yeah. percent. Full blown. Full blown blame. Full blown blame. Let's go to Steve in Long Island. Steve. Hi, Steve. Hey guys, how are you? Great. You? Um, I'm good. And listen, I think Amani did take a shot at you, but I think he's envious. But having said that, he's a Super Bowl champion. Um, I'm a nothing, Steve. I'm a nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I totally disagree with that. Mm. All right, here's the proposition. The Yankees make the trade for Juan Soto. Okay, a reasonable trade. The Yankees are happy. San Diego's happy. He comes here. He has a monster season. Mm-hmm. And judge the team. They go and win the World Series. What do the Yankees do after that with Juan Soto? Well, I'm sure that they would want to sign him, Steve, but I, I, he, he might get money that might make Otani blush if he has that kind of yeah, year. That, that money will give us a championship for years and years to come. I've been a Yankee fan for forever, it seems. Wow. That but, would I mean, be a great but, time. But, Steve, at what judge? point, I know people are going to jump me, and this is going to be the next hour, but you're not going to have a $400 million payroll. You're paying Judge. You're paying Cole. You're paying Stanton. You're paying Rodon. At some point, you can't pay uh, you know five, six guys $30, $40 million a year. I don't think the championship I totally matters. agree, and I think Stanton and Rodon both have to go. I, mean, I think Rodon still has some value. I don't know what you're going to do with Stanton. But, Steve, but I would you, you, you say they have to go, right? Well, best is they got rid of Sonny Gray. But, but Steve, Stanton is unmovable unless you pay all of his money, so you're not saving anything. 
You owe $98 million over four years. Now, Rodon, I am, I'm a different opinion than everybody else. I don't think Rodon is, is a shot product that you just you swung and missed a six-year deal on. This guy's too good a pitcher to have a year again like he had last year, barring injury. So I think he's going to be fine. I really do. And I think that you could trade Rodon. I really do. $26 million a year. When you see that Luis Severino can't get on a mound, just got $13 million, and then Yamamoto, who's never been on a big league mound, is probably going to get $30 million a year. $26 million is not going to knock people's socks off. And the thing I take exception to with the caller saying, you know, we can win championships for years to come, that doesn't seem to happen in baseball anymore. You know, like, what, because you win with Soto, he has a monster year, well, we got to resign him because we're going to win four championships in the next five years. I, I think those days are over. You know, it's hard to win every single year. And I think they're just going to make a judgment based on how much they think somebody's worth, and they're going to work under a budget. Now, it might be hard to let him do. go if he's the World Series MVP. It, it didn't. It didn't stop him with Matsui. That's right. Or Johnny Damon. I mean, you you move on. By the way, Stephen, with all due respect, come back to me. I mean, Amani's not jealous of of Michael K. Michael's had a great life. Amani's career earnings alone with the Giants were forty three million dollars. He's he's no. okay. So we're about even. Come back. Anyway, one eight hundred nine one nine three Scrooge. You are Scrooge McDuck. Seven six. How you doing, uh, Peter? I know that uh, your wife is uh, in another country. Are you okay? A little lonely? You know, um, no, I'm not lonely. The dogs sure? are here. Okay. Yeah, I got, got Rocky a haircut Want today. Want me to come by? We'll hang out? Watch the Nick game? In the, in the words of my dear friend Don LaGreca, I'm, I'm good. Don, tell us about BetMGM. Well, BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM reward points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM reward points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resort properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you Make appropriate choices. BetMGM.com for T's and C's. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager and physically present in New York only. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, help is available. Call 877-OPEN-Y or text OPEN-Y at 467-369. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey, Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.